What's up, guys? This is Andy Frisella. You're listening to the MFCEO Project. Uh, welcome to our Thursday Q&A. MFQ&A. Okay, MFQ&A. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Welcome to our Thursday motherfucking Q&A. How about that? That's perfect. Otherwise right. known as Ask Andy. Okay. Today, we're going to go through some questions. Vaughn's going to hit me mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Uh, as always, I'm here with my co-host, Vaughn Kohler. Yes. What's up, dude? It's good to be here. Can, can I do the stuff that you hate that I have to do, but I, I got to do it? Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who like to get full, extensive show notes and links and all good goodies such as that, uh, the link, the specific custom link for this episode of the MFCEO Project is themfceo.com slash QA3, I believe. It might be four. It's either QA3 or QA4. You'll go there. Trial and error. Yeah, trial and error. Anyway, you can go there. And then, uh, of course, our social media connections. You want to go through yours, Andrew? At Andy Frisella on Instagram, at Andy Frisella on Periscope. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes shit, uh, MFCEO-1 on Snapchat. Vaughn? Yeah, I'm just at V-A-U-G-H-N-K-O-H-L-E-R for everything. Periscope, um, Snapchat, and... Well, no, actually, Snapchat, I'm... VKO dash MFCEO and then at Vaughn Kohler for Instagram. And I've been telling people I am going to debut on Periscope. And I think what we're going to do for me, I'm going to start the first couple ones I'm going to do are going to be MFCEO focus groups. So I'm going to get some feedback Dude, from people. Periscope's badass, man. Yeah, if you are is. not on Periscope, go on Periscope. It's like watching a live television broadcast, but you can answer, ask questions live or yeah. comment live yeah. and they can see it. It's really cool. If you yeah. haven't checked it out, Download it. Uh, follow me at Andy Frisella. You'll you'll see what it's all about. It either is or isn't for you, but it's yeah. a good thing to check out. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's get into the Q and A's. Yeah. So the first Q and A or the first question is actually a pretty easy one, and that is that in a previous episode, you talked about your great love for Lamborghinis, and actually talked not just about your love for your the car, but for the company itself and the yeah, whole culture. Yeah, great, great entrepreneurial yeah. story. Yeah, um, so you mentioned reading a book that you thought was pretty helpful. And, and I mean, obviously, I think if people wanted information, they can look it up on Wikipedia, but you mentioned a specific book. Yeah, I mean, you could either Google the company and read the history if that's all you're interested in, but uh, there's a book out there called Lamborghini 40 Years uh, by David Jolliffe. Yeah. Uh, we'll throw the link up on the website. That so sounds you can check good. It out. So that's the easiest uh, thing or to answer in this episode. So now we go on to the next one. You ready? All right, show's over. Yeah, yeah. Right? we're done. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, let's get let's get down to the real questions. Okay, so um, just as you know, normally I throw the questions out to Andy with no previous knowledge, but I'm going to tell you right now that I actually read read him the entire email for the for this question, and there is some backstory, but I think in order to understand Andy's question or answer. You don't need to have the whole backstory. However, I will be throwing up the backstory on the show notes yeah. if you guys want to hear a little bit more about this particular person's question and their their business background. But anyway, here's the question. All right. Dear MFCEO, as a new less than one-year-old company, how do we grow our inventory? We are in the fortunate position 
to have more demand than supply. The unfortunate part is that we lose customers due to lack of inventory, which means that we have to go to our com- that they have to go to our competitors instead. Banks won't lend to us because we are too new, and investors don't find us appealing because we aren't a hot tech startup. In other words, how do we overcome a demand? A demand is greater than supply problem. Okay, first of all, there's plenty of investors out there that will invest in your company. Um, either for an interest rate, uh, typical standard loan, or an equity position in your company. You don't have to be a hot tech startup. So you think they just haven't beat the path? No, I think that, yeah, I think it's an excuse. Okay. Okay, that's an excuse. I tech, People won't invest in us because we're not tech startups. I mean, there's, comp, there's a million kinds of businesses out there, all right? That's an excuse. You're not beating, the, you're not beating down the uh, path hard enough. And, and I'm going to be honest. I read the whole question. I understand what your business is. And if you don't go beat that path out and find somebody to invest, you're not going to make it in business because you're you're going to be passed up by the industry, okay? The technology mm. industry, which you guys are a technology company. Um, what they do is they Certainly make, related to it, yeah, yeah. they make cell phone repair parts, screens. They figure out uh, all the little things that, that you can repair a cell phone with um, or a tablet or computer, all right, and they, they have those parts. But here's the reality. The technology is going to pass you guys up if you don't get some funding to fund your inventory. That's the bottom line. There's certain situations where you have to have funding. Um, we, my business, we were one of these companies who constantly reinvested, which you're going to have to do too. But we didn't have to take money from somebody and we didn't have to get banks to support us because we just went without pay and reinvested all the money in it and grew it that way. We maintain all our equity. Um, we're in a good position now, but it also took 16 years. You don't have 16 years to, to wait. In 16 years, the products that you're making aren't even going to be fucking made anymore. That'd be like saying, you know, you're going to be the you're going to be the eight track in 16 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to go out and find funding for your inventory. Um, you don't all, think we're going to have cell phones in 16 years? Not the not the kind that they're making parts for. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And maybe not. Yeah. It might be something totally different. Yeah, you know. I, who knows? Yeah. But the point that makes is, sense. I was just clarifying. Yeah. The point is, is you can't, when you're in a, in a, in a fast paced environment market segment, like these guys are, you are going to have to find funding. This is one of those cases where you have to find it. There's plenty of people out there that will invest in a company like yours. If it's showing the numbers. Now I agree. You have only been in business for a couple years and banks are going to be hard to do. So you're going to have to find somebody who is, um, a person who invests their own money and it's probably going to have to be an equity position in your company is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the, the alternative to that, which, you know, nobody likes that. Nobody likes giving up part of their company, but the alternative to that is this, you're out of business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't be too proud to go take those deals. They're out there. You just have to go look for them. So because I, I listen to you, but let there, me, let me, Vaughn, let me, there's more people out there looking to invest in deals right now than there ever has been before. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever in the history of earth. Okay? So your answer was basically either reinvest what you're making no, back my, into inventory or find an investor. At my all answer costs. was do both of those things. Do both of those. Okay. So my answer was they better do both. Okay. Because okay. they're brand new. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to get paid for a few more years. Um, don't get paid. They said in the email that they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Invest everything you have. Go find somebody and show them that you're investing everything you have. 
You know, there's nothing worse than somebody comes to somebody with a deal and they say, oh, well, we need money, but I'm paying myself X amount of dollars to live on, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it, it doesn't look good. Right. You know, it doesn't look like you're all in. Right. You know, go be all in. You'll find somebody. You're going to have to beat down doors to make it happen. Um, it's not going to be me just so we mm-hmm. don't follow up the email and say, mm-hmm. hey. Uh, but I'm telling you, there's people right. out there that do this. Right. You know, and you're going to have to go find somebody or you're going to be out of business. Right. So don't sit here and put the mental block up of we're not a sexy tech startup. You know what's sexy? Making fucking money. Mm-hmm. And that's what investors care about. Right. So if you're making money, if you're making margin, if you have a legit business plan, there will be somebody out there that finds you, quote unquote, sexy. You just got to bang down the doors. You can't quit. Yeah. You know, the, the, the first, there's an excuse in there. We're not a sexy startup. I read that and cringed. Right. right. What do you mean? You think that's right. the only business that gets funding? If you have a viable business, people, you'll find the money. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. So a comment and then a follow-up question. The comment is that, you know, you were saying, uh, hey, don't, don't send up a follow-up email because I'm not investing. But the reality is, is that uh, they shouldn't be super offended by that because you don't really, you're, you're extremely, extremely, First of all, you can't uh, look at situation like that. Like it's offensive, right? Well, no, what I'm saying about what, what you just said is I'm not going to invest, but you don't at this point, you are extremely, uh, focused, focused. And you're, you're just, you just haven't gotten into that yet in your life. It's, it's, right. N- no, like you don't, you don't personally invest in any startups, right? Not in startups. No, no. All right. Um, I will, I will invest in businesses that are established for an equity position that I bring a certain expertise to their company and I have done so. Um, but I'm not, I'm not a startup guy. I'm not, I'm just not that kind of guy. Um, and I'm very good at what I do and I like to invest in myself. Mm -hmm. That's my position. Which was my point. You're, you're very choosy. A lot of these guys were investing. They invest because they sold their business and they're looking for new things. I'm not at that point in my life. Right. I have a lot to growth to do in my own. And no offense, I trust myself better than anybody else outside with my money. Right. Right. At, at this point in my life. Makes sense. So, so that's that was, what I'm saying. It's not me. It's, I'm not trying to be a dick and say you have a bad plan. Yeah. You know, that's just not what I'm doing right now. I think right. that's what you're trying to get me to say. <laughs> right. Because you don't want these guys to like get upset. No, like, no, 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 no. No, yeah. I, I just wanted to point out because I think there are probably a lot of people who listen to us who have thought, and I know because I answer a lot of the, a lot of the emails. Hey, I, I know idea. a lot of people right. that are doing that, and I, and I just, I'm using this as an opportunity to tell everybody, listen, guys, it's not that. Andy doesn't believe in your product or no. your, or it, it's just that you not, are. That's extre- not my business. That's not what you're doing. Right. You're not, no. you're, you're not in that, in that area right now that no. you're very focused. Right. So my follow-up question, and you know, I've, I've said this for other questions and I'm going to say it for this one too. Don't be too thorough. I know that's your, I know that's your uh, default is to be thorough, but give me the nuts and bolts answer to this follow-up question, which I would like to become an eventual full-length podcast. And that is in light of what you said, about them not beating the pavement and and working to find an investor. Why don't you give me the thumbnail strategery for how, what is the best way to pitch an investor? Okay, I'm gonna tell you what to not do because I just dealt with this this morning. Um, It's funny that you bring this question up. Learn the phrase, have your shit together, okay? Know what you're gonna do, know what your end game is, understand that 100%. But be humble in your approach. Know the phrase, I don't know. 
I got this email from this guy this morning that just really honestly pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's this guy. I'm not going to say what company he's with, but he's been trying to get our business and he keeps telling me how he's going to save money on producing our product. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, dude, we produce our own product. Our fucking raws come in on fucking rails. You're, you're telling me that you, you're going to save us money by rails. I mean a train. Mm-hmm. You're gonna we're vertically integrated. You're gonna save us money on on our production, you know, by us sending it out somewhere else. It, it doesn't make sense. But my point in saying this is this: don't go at somebody like you have the answers to everything, because most people who are gonna consider lending to you are going to test you to see what kind of person you are by the way that you react to certain things. And if you go in there trying to high energy. Um, you know, overly sell them and act like you have all the answers and this and that they're going to know you're not coachable. and They're not going to give you any fucking money. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you need to come in humbly and say, this is what we know. This is our numbers. This is what we know about our products. This is where we want to take it. And we're going to go here, here and here. And then when you ask something that you don't know the answer to be like, Hey, look, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to find out. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you know everything. Don't act like you know more than the person about your business because very well, they may know a lot of shit that you don't know that you, that you can learn from and improve. And, and that person personally, I'm never ever going to invest in somebody that has that, that mentality because it makes me think they're uncoachable. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So be humble, you know, be confident, have your shit together, have right. a plan, but be humble about taking feedback. And that's the biggest thing I see about people pitching ideas. Yeah. They think they have this awesome idea and there's no holes in it. Be welcome to people poking holes in your idea because if people could poke holes in your idea, that's an opportunity for you to improve. And, and, if, and if, if I poke holes in your idea or somebody that has the ability to invest in your product, service, or business can poke holes in your idea and you're not willing to hear it, there's no way you're going to get the money because – they know that you're too, you're not, you've lost the ability to learn. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I've been around you for a long time or, well, at least it feels that way. And, uh, that guy must've really gotten under your skin. Cause you were talking about that earlier today, but yeah. you know, I, I have to say in fairness to you, I mean, you, you, you know, you listen to you on the podcast and you're this intense, you know, swearing guy, but the reality is, is that you're actually a pretty nice guy. So for him to get under your Skin like well, that? Just don't come at somebody. Tyler's like- laughing. Do you not think Andy's a nice guy? He has his moments. Okay. <laughs> My point is this. Don't go at somebody like you know everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing that you make a mistake on. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. There's a lot of shit that I don't know. Right. But what I do know, I fucking know really well. Right. Okay. And that's the attitude you have to have. Do you think the idea is when people are pitching investors, they're thinking, if I don't have every single detail ironed out, then I'm not going to get this guy's money? Yes. But what they also couple that that idea with is that they're going to somehow bullshit this person into fucking investing. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm talking about. Don't bullshit people. Don't lie to people. If you don't really fucking know, don't say you don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Don't go in somewhere... I mean, okay, you've got a guy sitting across the table from you that's, let's say he's worth $100 million. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get $2 million bucks for him to start your business. This guy didn't get $100 million by fucking accident, most likely. And even if he did inherit it, let's say he's family money, this and that, he's probably been around business his whole entire life. Right. 
Okay? He's not stupid. So don't think that you're going to come in there and somehow enthusiastically bullshit somebody into giving you money. Your job is to take their money, go out and grow a business and give them a return. It's a business arrangement. Mm -hmm. They don't care about you. They care about getting their return. How are you going to get that person their return? It goes back to my talk on sales. It's not selling. It's helping. How am I going to help this investor get their money back? That's what you need to answer. And that's how you need to think. You don't need to think like, hey, I'm going to get my two million bucks and run off and I'm going to, you know, do my thing. They want to hear how you're going to get their money back. Mm-hmm. Focus on that. You see what I mean? Yeah. Makes total sense. Right. Makes total sense. So if I would offer my pithy summary of what you just said over the last 15 minutes, it would be if you have a greater demand than you have inventory, there's no question. You find an investor. You reinvest wait, your revenues. But before you get into this, Vaughn, okay. there is an exception to this, okay? Like, okay. Let's say you're a different guy's kind of business. If you're a, a, not a tech company or you're not in an industry where it's going to pass you by, um, you know, you can choose, like let's say you're selling lumber, all right? Mm-hmm. And you, in your certain area, you know you're selling more two-by-fours than um, you could keep in stock. You can choose to not take somebody's money if you're in that industry because in 10 years, we're still going to be using two-by-fours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can grow your company slowly. Are you going to lose opportunity? Yes. Are you going to lose customers? Yes. Are you still going to grow? Absolutely. And it will take time. So if you're in a business that the industry is not going to pass you by and you choose to do it the slow way, good for you. Okay. It takes discipline. It takes heart. It takes, it takes, uh, it takes grit. I respect that. That's how we did it. That's a good distinction to make for people because in this particular instance, he was. De- this is a company that it's it's a very timely thing. That's right. It, it demands a sense of urgency. Right. Okay. And that's why I wanted to clarify. Yeah, no, no, that's good. That's good. But okay. if you're in that situation, you have got to find an investor. You yes. have got to reinvest your own money, do whatever you can. And when you look for an investor, not only have it fully prepared, but in those areas where maybe there are some holes, be humble. Be open to improvement. No question. Okay. That's it. Well, that's it. For right, I guys. mean, that, that's our Q&A for today. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll hit you up again on Tuesday. And uh, I'm not sure what the topic will be this Tuesday, but we'll figure it out between now and then. Yep. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Work, work, work.